G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. You're listening to Thursday Trots Life with Jason Bonington and Toby McKinnon. Welcome back to Trot's Life with Toby McKinnon and joined now by Jamie Cockshut. Down the new o- the OB, we've got the OB line set up for you, Jamie. So hopefully we can hear you loud and clear and you come through a bit smoother than we've had in the last couple of weeks, mate. Firstly, how are you? Yeah, not too bad, thanks, Toby. Not too bad, mate. Yeah, no, it'll be good to you know, get a bit smoother line, but I think we've sorted it all out, mate, and everything will be fine moving forward, Cobber. Yeah, no worries. Now, uh, I'll give you a leaf pass on Launceston. I'm not sure how the fields for Friday night can come out on Thursday lunchtime, but they have just come out. And I mean, it'd be no surprise to Ben Yol that he's going there. I suppose he just makes plans and assumes, and he's just got to work out which horses are going. But it must be a little bit difficult for trainers and drivers. What about the form analysts, mate? <laughs> <laughs> what about the form analysts? It's not all about the drivers. It's not all about <laughs> but, but, but what happened, see, last Sunday we had the meeting transferred to Tuesday, you see, um, oh, because yeah. of the rain on Sunday. So no horses went around. So they had to wait for the results from the Tuesday meeting about, you know, yeah, yeah, rating fair points fair and all that. So that's why it's gone back, mate. But, you know, in today's world, we're going we can, to, you know, work around all that sort of stuff and... Um, it's not ideal, but it's just the way, way things panned out last weekend, mate, with the meeting being called off Sunday. Yeah, well, that, that's fair enough when you put it in those terms. I'll give them, I'll give them a fair leaf pass there. Now, you got any birthday shout-outs, mate? Uh, no birthday shout-outs today, mate. Why is that? Yeah. No. Are, you, are, you 30, are you 21 again, mate, are you? No, no, I think you're, you're uh, the you're trainer. Or oh, what? yeah, no, no. Yeah, I'll better, say, better give him a big oh, shout-out. Mark okay. Butler, who trains a few horses for me. Um, he's a sprightly 30-year-old today. I think he's probably closer to 40 than 30, but no, he's one of the good guys at Tassie Harness, mate, and he's celebrating the birthday today. So uh, good luck to him, mate, and hopefully Christy spoils him for a change. Uh, yeah, uh, best of luck to Mark, and I'll let you explain to him how you forgot it was his birthday. That's fine, Jamie. Now, Hobart Sunday, the fields have been well and truly out, and uh, you're kicking off race one, number one. Here's Henry. Yeah, just um, there's a second lead of the two-year-old sweepstakes. It's a bit disappointing, to be honest, Toby. There's only four went around last week in the heat and it's four this week in the heat. So it's a bit disappointing, the Colts and Geldings numbers. But here's Henry. He's just a professional racer. He's drawn the pole. He'll lead and he'll win. It's simple as that. That's just what price we're getting. You know, his right price should be $1.60, $1.65. And he's a very backable odds at, at those odds, even though I'm not an odds-on punter, but... You know, it's better than bank interest, and he'll win. Um, then we'll pop over to race five, number 12. But it's a horse I've always had a lot of time, Lancelot. So I'll never forget Barry Rattray telling me when they sail Longfellow that Lancelot's a lot better horse. And the poor Rattrays, a couple of weeks after Longfellow was sailed, Lancelot went a miss. Yeah, yeah. So he's taken a bit of time to, to get back, but he resumes again on Sunday night. It's not an easy race. He's drawn Barry 12. 
But he does have a touch of class, and I reckon he can round up his rivals at you know, around the three fifty-four dollar mark. A couple of value plays, a race four, number one, way better. Just drawn ideally. Um, it's no star, but it just always gives its best. And from the pole, if it lobs leaders back, I can just see her popping up the inside up the sprint lane late and going very close to winning at the 5 or $6 mark. And then we'll go across to race eight, number eight. He's razor sharp. Just continues to race well, but it's a draw this week. Drawn behind the likely leader in Stride. And he's razor sharp, can sprint quickly for 200 metres. So if she ends up lobbing leaders back, I can just see him being too quick for his rivals up the sprint lane. And the one that odds comes up, race two, number nine. And I'm glad to see the, the drivers out on it this morning. When I done my tips, I didn't have a driver on it. One of the lads. Um, the driver is driving very well at the moment. And this will give a good side at 14 or 15 to 1 in this race. It's a stand star race. He's just got to step at the start and he should settle fourth or fifth just behind the speed. And if they do run along, just watch for one of the lads to be getting home strongly out wide. And we'll go a quality, mate. We'll go the first leg, one, three and twelve. Second leg, four and six. Third leg, one, two, three and five. Last leg, one, four and eight. $60 give us 50% of the dividend. And we'll touch on Launceston Table. I've just had a very quick look, so listeners out there just don't, Come looking for me if I get it wrong. <laughs> but there's one in the last race, Sumdan, knocking on the door, drawing the pole. I reckon Stable, mate, we salute you or let him roll the lead. And he's a good horse in front. I reckon he's, he's ever going to break through again. This is his race in the last Sumdan. Should be $3 or three fifty. And there is one at odds that I do like it each way. Race 6, number 12, Vigoroso. It's a pretty open race. But just maps to get the right sort of run into the race in early thoughts, and it should be 5 or $6, so he's worth an each-way bet in race six at Launceston on Friday night. Very good, mate. Uh, see, Sanur Beach is over there, a horse showing a little bit of ability every now and then. It's in that race. Uh, all right, uh, I'll give you a leave pass for Launceston if you get those two wrong, but that means that you're saying that Hobart's going to be all right and we can take you to task if you miss any at Hobart. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I'm more than happy to take it to task, mate, if we get it wrong. I've got big shoulders, mate, and I've been doing it long enough, and, you know... When you tip winners, mate, you're a superstar. But when you lose, when you tip one, mate, they soon put you, they soon put you down, mate. As you know, Tobes. But um, we just keep bouncing back, mate. As you know. No, I don't find it too bad. I've had a couple of it go at me on on Twitter or whatever about picking a few losers. But in the main, most people are pretty good, and most most nearly all the listeners on SC and Track here, they they don't mind at all. They're just happy to have a play, and I think they get people get it that when you're giving tips. You're giving up your time and effort and making their life a bit easier. They can have an easy play without putting the hours of work in, if that makes sense. Oh, mate, that's 100% right, mate. That's exactly how I look. <laughs> you know, when I have a bet in the gallops, mate, I just follow Dean Lester or, you know, or David Gately or someone like that, mate, because I've got no idea and they get paid to do the job, mate, and just like we do on the harness. We get paid a few shekels to do it and, you know, if um, we get it right, we get it right, we get it wrong, we get it wrong, but... All we know, we do, we do our best, and that's all we can do, mate. You, you, you don't mind having a bet on the Melbourne Demons. Uh, are they going to win the flag this year? They want to pull their finger out very quickly. Simple <laughs> as that. <laughs> like, they're more than capable, but at the moment, like this time last year, I was as bullish as I don't know what. You know, I just kept <laughs> yeah. loading up, loading up, loading up. Um, and I've ever had a few dollars on it. Shorter odds this year. They're better odds now than what they were when I backed them. <laughs> but... They're not out of it, but they've got to get their four-line structured 
sorted and sorted quickly and very quickly. And I don't know how they can do it, to be honest. Uh, if Tom McDonald comes back in the next week or so, he'll straighten them up. But he's got no match fitness, mate. So that's the only problem with Melbourne at the moment. I don't know who can go forward, whether you know Max Gorn or Luke Jackson's got to put the hand up. Goodwin's got to say, you boys, one of you's go forward for... 80% of the game and just be that big, tall target for the, the smaller fellas down there. Yeah. I hope and goodies listen because that's what they need to do, mate. Put some big, big fella down there that can bring the ball to the ground. And, you know, Ben Brown's doing it okay, but he's not holding the, he's not taking the marks himself. And that's what's letting us down a little bit at the moment. Yeah, yeah. And then you lose him doing his long leads up the ground as well. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's it, mate. So, yeah, I'm not writing them off. I'm not writing them off, but, um, they just got to improve. I'd like to see them come out and beat Brisbane tomorrow night, which I'm pretty bullish they can, to be honest. Really? Because they, they smacked them six weeks ago by 60 or 70 points. And even though it's at Brisbane, I reckon they can get the job done again tomorrow night. So there's a bet out there for the list. It should be about $2.20, $2.40 soon. It's at the Gabba, and I reckon Melbourne will get the job done. I reckon, I reckon my bet on the footy this week, and we'll have one, would be Essendon could possibly knock off Richmond because Richmond can't go up the ladder anywhere. And I just, they might go in at Richmond just not 100% on. And Essendon have had a tumultuous week and the players might just be sparked, you know, in, into action this week. So that'd be my little bet if I was having one on the footy. Yeah, no, well, that's not as, you know, that's not as silly as it seems. There's a young fella who debuted for Essendon that I know, come from Tassie, called young John Menzies. He played well in his only quarter of football. And they need someone like him back in the team he hasn't played since. So they put him up the four line, mate. He'll have a bit of, bit of bite and a bit of... A bit of dash up there, and I'd love to see Essendon going to win, especially for Coach Ben Rutten, because yeah. he's been thrown under the bus in recent days, and it'd be good to see the players live for him on the weekend and, and knock off Richmond, mate. So I'm, I'm on your side there, Toby. 100%. Let's get to a news break. We'll come back to the other side with a very short segment, and then we'll have Corey Bell coming up in the last half an hour.